My name is Bill Allen, and I'm the leader of a group of elite house flippers and wholesalers called Seven Figure Flipping. We don't brag or show off our success, but instead let integrity and stewardship be our guide. We are dedicated to helping people unlock the freedom they desperately need. If you ask other real estate investors, they will say to keep your secrets quiet. But we believe in abundance, not scarcity. And that's why we are the elite. We are Seven Figure Flipping, and this podcast is our playbook. All right, everybody, we are back with another show. I'm really excited today. Um, in fact, this is the first time I'm meeting my guest today in person. We've worked together a lot. Um, I've worked with his team. He, they've worked with some of my team. And uh, I'm really excited about some of the things that we're going to do together in the future. So uh, today, I've got the CEO of Deal Machine, David Letko, on the podcast with me. David, welcome to the show. Hey, Bill. Thank you so much for having me on the show. It is good to be here finally because we've worked together, our teams have, since 2017. Yep, for sure. And I can't believe we haven't uh, spoken, talked. It's it's kind of cool when you like build out a team and this stuff kind of happens. And um, and then uh, we get the opportunity to kind of talk. And some of the times like we have a very high level experience of what's happening and we're not kind of in the trenches. Um, but I'm sure you were at some point getting this thing started. So if you could just tell everybody a little bit about who you are and um, and what Deal Machine is, I think it'd be helpful. Yeah, so you know, I grew up in St. Louis, Missouri, went to engineering school, uh, moved out to Indianapolis for work after that. And uh, throughout my entire 20s, I was just saving as much as possible because I was gonna just hopefully retire early at 40. You know, not, not like live a crazy or rich life or anything, but just have the ability to kind of like do what I want. And um, my goals changed whenever I heard about real estate. I worked for a guy who had five rental properties and I was asking him, why did you choose rentals instead of the stock market? And he said, because you can control the cash flow as opposed to the stock market, which can do whatever it wants and you've, you've got no control. So um, I, I kind of switched gears, um, looked for my first rental property, got advice that I should go direct to the seller to find the very best deals. Because I was looking at what was available online and. I just couldn't get anything to cash flow. And then I started driving for dollars because that was what I was told was the best way to get the very best deals. But ultimately I missed out on what would have been an awesome first deal that got bought while the address was stuck on a piece of paper on the seat of my car. You know, I had never actually done my follow-up. And so long story short, I built this app for myself that then became Deal Machine and used by thousands of other people to help them with their follow-up going direct to seller to get those very best deals. And that uh, has been about six years uh, ago since I started Deal Machine and got my first rental property. So that was in 2016. So you were buying your first rental property and building an app at the same time. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. Now, so I was a software developer, so it was like a little bit easier for me to build an app and I wasn't building it for anyone else. So it also looked terrible, you know, but it didn't need to look good. It was just like, Hey, I need to pin this house when I see it. And then I need it to plug into some printer over here and then get that in the mail, you know? So that was like what it did just for me. So how long did you use it like that before you said, Hey, uh, somebody else could use this or, uh, and, and how did, how did that story go? Did somebody kind of come to you and say, I want to use it or how did it go kind of mainstream from there? Great question. So there's a woman named Brittany Wicks who used to come from Texas to Indianapolis every single month because she wanted to buy 30 houses uh, for 
their property, they have like a turnkey group. Yeah, I think it's the Alpine property management or um, I don't even know the full details of the business, but I just knew her because I went to the meetups, you know, and she was going to the meetups to talk with new wholesalers and then also sit in on the um, like the, the sheriff sales. And so she was like uh, at a happy hour, she, she would buy everybody Indian food after her um, <clears throat> her meetups. And I was showing, she overheard me showing somebody this app that I was using to drive for dollars. And she said she would spend a thousand dollars to try any new marketing method because an edge meant that much to her. It was worth trying out really anything. And so without even ever trying to sell it in the first place, I had a thousand dollars and I was like, now I have to figure out how to get this on your phone. And so I then, it was easiest just to like put it on the app store so she could download it. Um, because before, as a developer, my phone was in developer mode, so I, it just it was just on my phone. Um, but yeah, that's why I put it on the app store. Then people found it through the keyword "driving for dollars," and that's how it started to evolve from there. So I was using it for about six months before Brittany said that, and I and then she paid to actually be the first Deal Machine customer and use it. And I think she bought it was like a free app at the time, and and I think she bought like seven hundred postcards for a thousand dollars. That's pretty wild. So and so then people just started downloading it, and then um, you started building it out and saying, "Well, hey, people want this." So like the demand uh, preceded kind of your plan to launch it. The, yeah, the, yeah. So truthfully, the only reason I was going to build this was like, "Hey, if this helps me get a rental property, that's the success I'm looking for." So yeah, I didn't even imagine this was going to happen. A few, a lot of people started downloading it, and by a lot, I mean four per day. You know, so. <laughs> But I would see them come in, then I would call them so that I could walk them through how to use this app that was not good looking at all, not friendly at all. And each call would take about 30 minutes because we, we'd get through like the small talk, then I'd get through, okay, now you need to enter your name here, you need to put your return address over here because you're gonna send mail and it's gonna have your return address on it, not not ours. So just explaining all of that, because it, it, nothing like that existed. Took about 30 minutes per call. So when I was spending half my days um, doing this, that, that's when I realized, I think there's something here worth making more user friendly. And yeah, so then I, I called up uh, a best friend of mine who's a way better developer. We, I was like, I think we need to form a business and you need to remake this so it looks better. That was in 2017. Okay, so that's kind of when we entered. I remember, uh, so in February 2017, we had our we had an event in Pensacola, Florida, and I was, I had just moved away from Pensacola up to Nashville, but we came back, we had an event on the beach, and then um, a couple of our members were using this app called Deal Machine, and they had gotten some deals. So um, they were telling us about it. I said, well, hey, if you know the guy who who's putting it together, like invite him to the event, and it's a mastermind event. We had like 100 people there, and we said they can do a quick presentation and talk about it and kind of see if, because this was like the, this was the time where these new methods were like secrets, right? And so inside the mastermind group, we're like telling the, telling the secrets, but we don't want to talk about it outside the group because all of the competition kind of gets wind of this stuff, right? So just like, just like this woman, Brittany is like getting an edge. So they, they mentioned it. And then I, I still remember this because um, Josh was his name, right? He came uh, to this event and gave a presentation on it. And everybody started just downloading this thing. And we're like, oh, I got to try this because 
driving for dollars and bandit signs and direct mail were kind of that was the bread and butter then and pay-per-click pay-per-click was starting to like kind of take off but nobody was doing facebook ads yet or um we weren't like knocking on doors anymore or things like that so it was almost all postcards and direct mail uh, and texting and cold calling that kind of stuff really hadn't started uh, catching fire yet either so there weren't a lot of skip traces going on it was like direct mail uh, google adwords was starting to get pretty big no facebook ads so this was like the new hotness basically in 2017 so um it's pretty cool i think it's probably time that we uh we tell anybody who's listening that has no idea what deal machine is um, what it is and what it does yeah so it started out as an app that would let you pin a property and then it would look up the owner tell you who owns it give you their phone number their email and send a postcard to the owner so it still very much does that today but it also does more you can also access what properties are for sale in the mls um, you can run comps and you can see even in the non-disclosure states what properties sold for so that way you can run proper comps quickly and it's on the desktop as well as your mobile phone there's more to it than that but it's uh, those are like the three main pieces uh, that I would say is it's a tool for you or somebody you've hired to go driving for dollars it has lots of real estate data even beyond the MLS like your pre-foreclosures all those types of filters, you know, 700 filters. Um, and it also has uh, the comping tool. Those are like the three main pieces that Dealing Sheet provides inside of, like I said, one app or on your desktop. Yeah, it's pretty cool. We have uh, some members now who have actually built out teams. So you mentioned it's not just for you, it's also for some other folks. And so I know that uh, Vaughn Bethel, he's in my eight-figure entrepreneur group. He gave a presentation at our event, Flip Hacking Live, last year, specifically on his driving for dollar system. And it was amazing to see what he's done. I think somewhere between, I don't know, 40 to 60 deals. I don't want to quote, misquote. Usually I say 60. But that, I mean, that, his entire business model the year before pretty much was based on Deal Machine and him building out a, a crew of people that drive for dollars for him. So it's possible to do this. Can you talk a little bit to that? Like you can actually build out a team of people that are driving and entering information in the software for you? Yeah, so, I mean, as you start doing more than a few flips, your time becomes valuable. So you don't wanna be the one driving around yourself. So we created software as I kind of encountered this need to hire some drivers. Now, I had some trouble whenever I first hired a driver. Um, he was telling me he was driving a lot, but really he was sitting at Taco Bell eating a churro. So I'm not gonna pay him to do that. I need to know where he's been driving and what types of properties he's added. <clears throat> the second piece is I would talk to Uber drivers and people that would be really excited to drive and um, then they would add one property, right? And I very early on was asked this by um, somebody at a meetup when I was brand new, they were like, hey, if you see a rundown house, you know, text me the, the, the home and text me the address. Then if I close on the deal, I'll give you 500 bucks. And I was like, awesome, I'll get to learn. I'll get to actually get some money. So that day I went out and I saw this rundown house and I texted that guy a line, he's my good friend. I texted that guy and then the address um, and, and he said, thanks, you know? But I had like no idea what was gonna happen next. And so that was the last house I sent him because as a driver, I really didn't have any motivation. I was like, well, how do I know if he's gonna close on this? Or like, what if, I mean, when, when am I going to get paid? Like, what's the likelihood that he's going to get paid on this? And so I stopped. So to solve those two issues, what we did was <clears throat> we created a system for 
you to recruit drivers. So it's actually kind of like a funnel, just like you would build a funnel for any business. But we've created the funnel for you as a real estate investor to hire, attract, and train drivers that are going to stick around. <clears throat> I would recommend like posting a job on Indeed. That's where I found the most successful drivers. Uh, and I've got two drivers that have been with me for two years, actually, and haven't left. And one thing I noticed when I started hiring on Indeed was I'd get a lot of applicants. I'd set up five interviews and then four of the five would totally miss their interviews and blow me off. So I said, I can't waste my time interviewing all these people. I need to have like a, like a hoop for them to jump through. So the hoop became the deal machine, you know, funnel for hiring drivers. So from the Indeed job description, you can then say, please add 10 properties as a next step, then we'll schedule an interview. And so the way they can add 10 properties, you give them the link to your deal machine funnel. We even have five, six training videos that they can watch while they're signing up. So they know what types of properties to add, how they're gonna get paid, how many properties they probably need to add to get paid a certain amount, what's possible. Then they add the 10 properties. And I found that people have a lot higher success rate um, once they've gone through that hoop, that they're going to be a good committed driver. And then they also prove that they're, they're tech savvy. Um, they're, they're not going to have a lot of questions about what's an app and how do I download an app? They've already done that. Um, and then also you've got the tools to track exactly where your drivers have been. And if you've got two drivers, you can have multiple drivers out there without duplicating efforts and adding the same types of properties. So in a nutshell, those are the three things that the deal machine elite level can help you do when it comes to hiring a team and delegating out, leveraging your time. <clears throat> Let me ask you something that some of the listeners are probably thinking right now. And it sounds like you have some drivers. You probably have experience from other folks. Um, what do you see some of the people paying these drivers? And, um, and then what are some of the, um, the th if you've had somebody driving for two years, what are some of the, um, uh, some of the things you'd like to see from them? Uh, and just some quick tips for somebody who might be out looking for drivers right now and using your software. Yeah. Well, there's three main payment methods. So the first payment method is kind of how I described uh, somebody tried to hire me, which was like, send me the leads. I'll pay you later when I close. And then there's also, uh, I'll pay you by the property. So you add, you send me a lead, I'll send you a dollar. And then the third thing is by the hour. So flat fee, I'm getting 20 bucks an hour to go out there and drive for properties. So the first one is every real estate investor's favorite payment method until they try it and realize it doesn't work. So the first one only works with your family and friends who really know you, who are totally committed to you and they trust you. And um, they're not gonna have those questions about like, well, when is this guy gonna pay me? How am I gonna know if he closes on this deal? How long is it gonna take? So yeah, the only time you should ever pay when you close a deal is if it's like a family member that, that really trusts you. Otherwise, that person is like gonna fizzle out from all my experience. Um, buy a property is interesting, but the challenge is you've gotta do a lot of work to convince somebody how much they can make because most people aren't entrepreneurs. Most people don't see things as a ton of upside. What they really think of is like, hey, I've got bills and rent every month and I know I can work eight hours a day, so how many, um, dollars per hour am I going to make? That's like, that's kind of how people's brains work that want to work for somebody else. And so I just think you're just shooting yourself in the foot if you're going to pay per lead. 
Um, and, and by the hour is the perfect way with a caveat. Now there's a few things you need to do to protect yourself and make sure you're getting enough value from the person who's working hourly because you don't want them to sit at Taco Bell while you're paying them hourly. Um, so over here, you wanna make sure they consider this like almost like a full-time job. So in your job posting, I would be very clear. And I always say, you must work a minimum of 20 hours per week when you're working for me. If you're interested in this job, that's gonna be my requirement. Now you can choose the hours that you work. And that's really a big advantage um, to doing it hourly. Because even if they are you're driving Amazon uh, or Uber, you know, there's only certain times of the day where like those, uh, the, like the Uber surges is gonna give them a high dollar amount. Um, and then Amazon, uh, they won't pay them quite as much. Uh, they do provide a vehicle and gas, but people still prefer to get paid a little bit more. So um, pay $5 more than Amazon pays, require them to work a minimum of 20 hours per week and do a weekly check-in call. It doesn't take very long, but you do a weekly check-in call where you review your account and you see, okay, how many properties did you add and how many hours did you drive? Are the spot checked properties looking like the types of properties I want you to check? Cause they need to take pictures. So you can look through a few and say, this is a good property. This property looks too nice. Why did you add that property? It looks too nice. And then make sure they add a certain number of properties per hour. So you will protect yourself by saying, oh, in my Midwest city, I know if you're in a neighborhood that lets you add like 25 per hour, I might as well just blast mail to that neighborhood because it's, it's like totally all run down. And honestly, I may not even be able to make money in that neighborhood if the property in perfect condition is only worth like 50 grand, you know? So like that's, that's the type of neighborhood you want them to avoid. So that's why I like actually limit how many properties I want them to add per hour because it keeps them out of those like really low dollar uh, neighborhoods. And on the flip side, if they're in a really, really nice neighborhood and they can't find many houses at all, you know, like I don't want them driving to just add two leads because now that's, that's probably not really going to be worth it for me. So to keep them in like the C and B neighborhoods that um, maybe, you know, have like ranch homes that haven't been updated in 40 years, you know, usually I can figure out, you can probably add like 12 an hour in those types of neighborhoods. So that's the ballpark I give my drivers in Indianapolis. Um, and you may need to adjust that, you know, if, if you're in California, maybe fewer properties per hour, but those deals are gonna be bigger so you can pay more per lead uh, if you're following. So in summary, uh, yeah, there's three payment methods. The very best one is hourly, and you need to make sure you've got uh, some uh, minimum requirements for hours worked and some guidelines for how many properties per hour they're going to be expected uh, to add. And then third is you just need to make sure you meet with them weekly to do a quick check-in and give them feedback if necessary on any adjustments to the types of properties they need to add. Yeah, I love that. It's really smart, um, especially having the videos there to train them. Like I love the funnel idea. I love having being able to leverage Deal Machine and software to help me train some people, especially if I'm not used to hiring or onboarding people or have a big team myself. It might be the first person that I'm going to go out and hire. Uh, I still remember my first hire. It freaked me out. I like fought against it for a long time. Didn't know what I was doing. Um, what was that first hire? My first hire was a kind of like a, a lead intake person. So I was sending a ton of mail and I was flying uh, airplanes for the Navy. 
uh, full time. So I was in the I was in the airplane all day, and my phone was ringing, and I hate it talking on the phone. I hate answering the phone. So she she came in and answered the phone. She also did a little bit of bookkeeping and worked the CRM and stuff like that. So almost like an office assistant, um, and. I, w I did, really didn't see traction until I hired a salesperson. So I actually had to, had to hire a second person before I could really get going. But she was a 100% commission, uh, but on a draw based against future commission in the beginning. So, um, yeah, that, those were big steps for me. But I could see, I remember driving for dollars when I got started, like even years before I started scaling my business. And, oh, gosh, like, and I tried to get people to drive for me. I tried to get other contractors that were working for me. I was like flipping a house a year. So I tried to get those folks, my mailman, the delivery guy that delivered the Amazon packages. And just like you said, the, there was a guy that I remember that was really gung-ho. He was driving, um, he was cutting grass. So he cut, cut grass on a couple of my rental properties and he was, he was all about it. He was like, oh man, you'll give me $1,000 if you close a house. And he would send me leads. But exactly what you said happened, it's the feedback loop. When the feedback loop starts shutting down, he doesn't know if what he's doing is, is making any headway, he just started slowing down and stopping sending me properties. And I, I think that that's the key. You nailed it. Like those, they need that. And I would even venture to say, I, I listened to Vaughn's presentation. I really love the fact that he did like a combo of the two where he would give a bonus for the deals that close because that's a, like a little cherry on top of like, oh, hey, this is actually working. It's not just me sending leads, but this one closed, like one or two closed, and I get like a couple hundred dollar bonus is what he was doing. I really love that because I, I did that with my transaction coordinator. I really encourage anybody when they're talking about like incentivizing their team. It's like if you incentivize the thing that you want them to do more of, um, it's, it's really important to do that. Like our transaction, we wanted a lot of testimonials from closing. And for some, my transaction coordinator would just come back from closing and be like, oh, they wouldn't give me a video testimonial. And, and I was like, she's just not pushing that hard. Like any resistance is like, oh, okay, no problem. Like I'm sure it's uncomfortable for you. Um, and we really wanted those videos. And the thing, the thing was, we didn't want those videos for like ads and stuff. I really wanted those videos for our team and our staff, the people who are on the phone getting yelled at all the time of like, you put a card in my mailer and they're get like threatening to be killed on the phone. It was crazy. When they see the people that were helping on the back end at the closing table, like they show up differently to work on the front lines. And so that's what I saw as just transformational when we started getting these. So then I started giving her like a $50 or $100 bonus to get testimonials. Next thing you know, every single property gets a testimonial video at closing table. So uh, I... I think that's, that's something that helps is how do we incentivize our people? How do we bonus them? Um, and it's not, it's not always money, but usually people that are driving for dollars, it is money that they're looking for. So yeah. a financial bonus will help for sure. I really like that you, you showed them the successful story instead of uh, getting, you know, talking to people on the phone who are always upset. I mean, that's so draining. Hearing the other side of that is so important to their morale and their excitement for the job they're doing too. Yeah, that's, I, I think, you know, it's something I learned, it took me a little while to learn that stuff, is it, morale was so, like, as a military officer, it was all about morale. Like, what's the morale of your team? Um, we were in, in the Persian Gulf on a ship where the air conditioning's broken, and these guys are working their tails off every single day. It's like 130 degrees outside on the ship. And just watching, watching the difference between something that, it, 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 with increased morale, the performance of a human being versus when you're completely deflated and just beat up. And you can see it and you can actually feel it in the room. Like there are certain things that just suck the energy out of a room and a human. And, and just like one of those like success stories 
would fuel them up for like a month. Like you couldn't touch them on the phone when they saw somebody crying at the tables and they were mentioned by name about like, oh, I talked to Dee Dee on the phone and she, she, she set the appointment. She was just amazing to talk to on the phone. Your whole team and staff was just so great. I loved every, every part of this. And that just changes everything in the beginning. And I'm sure it does the same thing for the drivers and, and people that work with you and, and for everybody out there. So um, I don't know, people are it. Like they're the system in all of this. And just like you're talking about, your software doesn't work unless somebody's actually out there using it. So whether it's the person, the owner of the business, or somebody who's driving these cars and these vehicles for them. And, uh, and we gotta keep that in mind as we're, as we're going on and building our companies because we're there to serve. And the better we serve, the more money we make, the more customers we have, the more we can provide for them for sure. So um, what, what about some success stories? Like I know uh, our community knows Vaughn's story for sure and we probably have some people that have taken Vaughn's exact system and used it right after Flip Hacking Live. That's kind of what happens. Uh, usually he tells it to like 800 people and then they all Go, so, you know, a portion of them will go do it and then we'll see some success. What, do you have some in, like in your head of, of customers that have just like blown things up or uh, really oh, story? Yeah. So in addition to Vaughn, who I know, you know, made like $375,000 with Deal Machine in a, a short period of time, a couple other success stories that come to mind is Dedrick and Crystal Polite, who built their business entirely off driving for dollars. And, uh, before they switched though to driving for dollars, they were trying a lot of different lists. And uh, then I think it was Dedrick or Crystal, it must've been Crystal that picked up Deal Machine and uh, some of their best leads, which was Dedrick's job. Uh, he didn't know where they were coming from. And Crystal's like, oh, you know, we were trying this, this new thing, driving for dollars. And so he was like, what? Tell me more about that. And uh, so they kind of dropped all their other lead sources and then tripled down on driving for dollars. Crystal hired her mom and she would share a portion of the deals that they would close. Um, they're, they're building a rental portfolio and it was important for them to buy houses with a lot of equity. So they were able to do that by driving for dollars, competing less uh, with investors. And now they have their own TV show. Um, it's called 50-50 Flip and uh, it's on A&E and, and that just came out this year. So that was a a, a success story that came to mind just because I remember when I was just starting in Deal Machine, I was just dreaming of a TV show host knowing about Deal Machine. I was like, how could I contact one of these TV stars and, and tell them? And then Dedrick and Crystal like created their own show and they exclusively used Deal Machine and Driving for Dollars to build their rental portfolio and find these deals. And so that was just like, holy cow, I can't believe this actually happened in four years, five years or so. Um, another one is Ryan Haywood and, and he's in Missouri and he actually, he started off doing a 30 day deal challenge. And on the 17th day, um, he got a call back from one of his driving for dollars leads. And after doing his very first deal, uh, the next two years, he did 174 deals, all with driving for dollars. So he he really, um, you know, hit the jackpot, so to say. And not everyone finds their deal in 17 days. Okay, like a lot of a lot of these deals happen after the third or fourth follow up, at least. Uh, but sometimes you never know. Something does pop, and and he just really tripled down again uh, on the the lead source that was working for him as part of that deal, that 30 day challenge. 
And I don't think, I don't know that he does any other lead source quite yet either. Um, but they, they've just both found a, a lot of great deals uh, through Deal Machine. I love that. I really love the TV show host story because like, if you, if you can't get somebody to take your call, just create somebody who creates their own TV show and then, they, and then you've got them, right? They're a customer for life. Um, and I, I bet there are a lot of these people are just so thankful to, to have something like this. Like, it's really cool. When I see people build software or an add-on, bolt-on, like all kinds of stuff to make other people's lives better, it's really cool to see that process and to be on the other side of that. Like, we, we do some of that. Like, I, I do these events and we'll have, um, uh, we'll, we'll do like Flip Hacking Live and I'll see people come up and be like, yeah, I was here last year and we've done a couple hundred deals just from a few of the things that were shared. And, and it's not all the stuff that I'm talking about. It's all the people. It's like, we just put the right people in the right place. And next thing you know, their businesses explode just by, um, just, it's a belief change. Like, just like you said, doing that first deal. Like, that's it. You do one deal. You can do 170 some or however many that guy did. Like, it, it it happens. And you're right. Not everybody finds their deal in 17 days. It took me four and a half months. So if anybody's listening to this and you're on month three or month four, uh, just keep going because I'm telling you, you're so close. Like you're so close. And just keep putting in that action and, and and have that belief that that if some if, if all these people that you hear on the podcast or or stories from Deal Machine, if they can do it, you can do it. And that's it. Like that's the difference, I think. So. Um, so tell me, let's let's spend like a couple minutes because because I, I have you on the show and I'd re, I'm really kind of interested and maybe a little bit nosy, is um, what's what's it like running this software business? Like you probably have similar businesses or businesses, right? So you have like problems and issues and things like that. Like how has the journey been for you and kind of what is next for you and for for Deal Machine maybe? Wow, it's been a journey. It's it's been five or six years. The very first thing that comes to mind, though, when you, we talked about that, the biggest aha moment for me was we hired people. It, it, first of all, it took two full years of me and my business partner working on Deal Machine before we actually had enough income to pay ourselves. I was living off savings and he was living off of a side gig plus his wife worked at the time. So two full years before we had enough revenue to pay ourselves a modest salary. Um, so realize that like, stuff takes time and people probably just see the successful part. Um, the second thing was we were really excited not long after we paid ourselves to hire some extra help. So we hired two junior software developers and I think it was a full year before one of us finally questioned, I don't think that this one software developer has actually done anything by themselves. You know, any, anything that their name was attached to was actually my business partner that really did all of the work, you know, and like showed them, but um, nothing was done alone. And so I had this fear though. I mean, I knew it for the longest time, but I had this fear that firing somebody was going to totally kill morale of the team. Um, but it was quite the opposite. We had the hard conversation. We, we finally let her go, but the high performers on the team actually felt a, a breath of relief because they were rewarded for the good work that they did and they are not treated the same way as somebody who is not pulling their weight. So that was like that. I mean, that literally cost me whatever a software developer costs for a whole year, you know, a hundred thousand dollars. And there's an adage that says for every person that is not a culture fit or not performing the amount of stress that it causes other team members actually reduces their productivity. So like, 
yeah, it may cost you $100,000 for that person's salary, but the effect is equivalent to up to five times as much as their salary with the way that they negatively impact other members of the team. And so um, that was just like a, I just had to like man up and have a hard conversation. You know, that was like a big part of my journey was, was having that type of conversation that I didn't feel comfortable with. And then, <clears throat> I mean, is any of this resonating with you? Yeah, for sure. And let me, let me jump in here real quick. Um, you said you didn't pay yourself for two years, just so everybody knows. Um, as I was growing my business, fortunately, I had a full-time job for the Navy, and I didn't pay myself for a year and a half. Um, I put a salary on the books so that there was debt from the company back to me. Um, and then I remember about a year and a half, maybe almost two years in, I was able to pay myself back. So I was growing a company and scaling a company because I had another salary, a W-2 uh, income that, that I was making a little over 100 grand for the, for the government. And, um, and this was kind of my side business that I was building. And so a lot of people say, how did you grow so fast, so quick, those kind of things? Well, uh, frankly, I wasn't pulling $10,000 a month out of my out of my business. I was able to grow it and scale it to the point that I could get it to kind of sustain for a while and level off at a point where I can pull some money out and very similar to what it sounds like for you. So absolutely. And, and if you, if you, if you're listening and you're, and you're doing this full time and you have to pay yourself, that's perfectly fine too, but just don't compare yourself to somebody who's not paying for themselves paying themselves at all. And they're scaling way faster than you. So, yeah. um, you know, and then firing someone, <laughs> yeah, the, the, the A players wanna play with other A players. And the interesting thing that I've noticed is when we've let somebody go, um, it immediately everybody looks at me and says, oh yeah, I knew that was happening, like, but I didn't wanna say anything. I'm like, wait a second, what do you guys, so we, we sit in there and, the, and the, 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 the A players, the team that does not, that sees a B or C player on the team, right? And, and they're pulling extra weight, just like you said, it's a relief. They're like, oh, thank God that person's gone. It's like, hey, could you have just told me after like two months, you know all this stuff is going on, you could just tell me and we can nip it in the bud. So it's, it's interesting to see that um, because I, I guarantee right when you let that person go, everybody was probably like, oh yeah, this person, they were doing this and this and this and this. And it's like all news to you as the CEO and owner because you're not, you're not there doing it every day. And it's like, you know, so we really are trying to encourage a culture and an environment of, hey, we're gonna call each other out when we're not stepping up. We are going to bring those things up. It's not, you're not like, you know, tattletailing on somebody or what, what I, don't, I don't, that sounds kind of childish, but that's pretty much what it feels like. It's like, oh, I don't wanna, I don't wanna talk about this person to the owner because they might get fired, but that's really what they want. So, and really what needs to happen for a company to grow. We treat, we treat our company in the beginning, like I, I treat it like a family. And family has massive dis dysfunction. And so what we switch now is to a team. We're like a high performing team. So if you think about a Super Bowl winning team, like if somebody in a family, if your uncle gets drunk at the Christmas get together and drives home, that's just your uncle. If that happens on a, a high performing Super Bowl winning team, you're getting fired. You will not be playing on that team anymore. So that's the difference between a team and a family, mm -hmm. the way that I look at it. A lot of people say, oh, this is my family and my company. And I, I, I understand that to a point, but it worked for me small scale. But as we grew big scale, like we are a high performing Super Bowl winning team. And when somebody doesn't know the plays and run the right routes, the, the coach finds out about it. And when the coach finds out about it, the coach does something about it. And that's kind of where we're going as a team now. So. I like that you explained the difference there too, because a lot of big companies will say like, oh, we're the, we're the family. And uh, I, I didn't know at first what you meant by the team. 
aspect, but that makes a whole lot of sense. You can't be driving home drunk and stay on the winning Super Bowl team. Yeah, for sure. And every family has that. Uh, and they put up with it because they, they, they're blood relatives. And you kind of, you have to to a point, right? And then it's just, and then it's like feud and anger and frustration that eventually gets made up for down the road. And, and there's a big difference between cutting a player and cutting off a family member. So, and, and it's a lot easier to think of it like that and rationalize for me as the coach, you know, and the leader. It's, it's a lot easier for me to understand that, hey, I'm sorry, but we have to move in this direction because we need the best for the company. And it's not Bill, it's the company. Like, I, I'm, I may be replaced one day. I, I hope not, I really love what I do. But I mean, if that's the best thing for the company, like that's, we need the company to be healthy. It's not all about what everybody thinks that I should be doing. Um, yeah. So what's next for Deal Machine? What's next for Deal Machine? Well, we're gonna add photos to our MLS comps. That's the missing piece. We're, I'm so excited about the MLS comps that we just came out with. Um, it's everything you would possibly need in the easiest format of any comping tool. I've tested them all, I'm obviously biased, but um, adding the photos is really critical part to when I'm running my own comps for the same reason it is to others, right? You, you need to qualitatively know like, well, was this house in perfect condition? Was it really run down? Um, so like that's that's the next piece of the uh, that's phase two of the the comps tool that we just rolled out that i'm really excited for we're truly on a mission to give everyone the power of real estate investing so <clears throat> that does include uh advanced flippers but there's even more that we want to do and be the place where people start real estate investing so um, there's, there's probably going to be additional tools such as a dialer, for example, that somebody might need to do for lead generation uh, that we will build and it'll be part of a uh, deal machine that you can buy uh, if you want to or if you don't need it, that's okay too. Uh, but it's, it's going to all be working together seamlessly inside of an app. Um, so those are two things that we've got coming up uh, at Deal Machine. Cool. How can, uh, if people want to download the software, that kind of stuff, how can they find it? So yeah, dealmachine.com, and I believe there's a promo code 7FF uh, that you guys can use if you're listening to this podcast, and that should get you 35 free pieces of mail. And like Bill said, you know, I think you said uh, you, you paid yourself like a year and a half later into your business, um, and I, it took me two years, and you said your deals take sometimes of like four and a half uh, months of marketing, right? Is that something, like your first deal took four and a half months? Uh, that's probably the, the biggest uh, expectation that is important to set is, you know, you can be like Ryan Haywood and get that deal on the 17th day. You might get your first deal in these 35 postcards. I know my first deal came within 200 free postcards. So uh, it's really important for us to give you some of those that free postcards to, to give you the chance of getting that luck, but also know that it's pretty normal that it's going to take a few months. Uh, I mean over half of people's deals come after the third uh, postcard that they send out to that property owner based on our research. So um, don't quit too soon and make sure you're committed to sending enough mail. Uh, we'll give you a quick head start with the, uh, the promo code 7FF. 
Nice. Hey, uh, so I, I want to mention this real quick because we talked about it a bit for a year and a half, two years, not paying ourselves, those kind of things. Um, if you're trying to jump in this business and it's going to be a flash in the pan, you're going to do one deal and then run away with your $20,000 and put it in your back pocket and go on a vacation and that's it and go back to your, your life. Um, it, I, I'm, I'm probably not the guy to follow for sure. And, and it, it's, I'm, I'm trying to help people build actual businesses backed with real estate. So I believe that real estate is the way to financial freedom, time freedom, everything that you can have or want in your life, for sure. And, and I want people that are building business for the next 10 years, 20 years, 30 years, you know, and, and, and building something that's, that can last a long time. This, I see people come into our mastermind group thinking, hey, I'm doing you know, four houses a year. I just want to get to 12 next year. And then it, and that's going to be my race for this year. I'm going to join this mastermind group for one year. That's my plan. And I only have a one-year plan. And the problem that I see with that is it, it just doesn't work. It doesn't work out. You put yourself up against a fabricated timeline. You put yourself in massive stress and pressure. And you're not actually building something that... <sighs> Look, David's story is very interesting, right? He kind of like fell into this, um, this app that became the next thing that he built for his business, right? And, and that can happen. And what I see is people, they, they might start down a direction of, like I started a direction of rentals. And then I went to house flipping. And then I was like, oh, this wholesaling thing is really cool and interesting. And I went there. And, that, and then, I, then I have this mastermind group. And all these things just kind of shifted and changed uh, throughout my life. And that's great. But I, I went into there and I am a real estate investor. Like that is my life. When somebody asks me what I do, that's it. Like I love real estate. It's, it's, it is the widget that I think has obviously made me financially free, has given me time freedom and given me options, which is what I wanted. And, and for you, if you're listening to this, like you can't just give it two months. You can't give it three months. You, ha it, you might be able to give it six months to, to dance around and see if you like it. But once you start building this business, they give it years, okay? Like long-term, five years, 10 years. And I know a lot of us might not be able to think that long. Like usually three years is like the, the furthest I can see. Um, and that's okay too. But, but I know that it, even if it changes and adjusts, like this is my path. And as it changes, I'm gonna keep committing and recommitting and recommitting. So I see a lot of people just kind of like, oh, I'm gonna dip my toe in there, but it's gonna be planned I have plan B and plan C and plan D behind this. And those are the people that don't ultimately become successful. So I'm sure you burned something down, David, to build Deal Machine. Um, you stopped doing something to, to go all in on this. And, uh, and it's very interesting to see. You, you said, I was living on my savings for two years, which means you weren't doing other things. Like you didn't have another side hustle. So you kind oh, yeah. of like, I'm going to do this. I'm going to jump all in and then we'll see what happens. And uh, it wasn't a, I'm going to try it for two weeks and if, you know, a hundred people don't jump in my software, I'm out. Right. Yeah, totally. What I burned down was my savings account. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I mean, I wasn't going on trips. My friends were going on trips. I had four roommates. I was, you know, doing a house hack and uh, that's pretty challenging to have four different roommates sharing the same fridge uh, and, and house. So yeah, I mean, I, I was definitely making a lot of sacrifices for a period of time. Hey, do you go on trips now? I do go on trips now. Too many trips actually recently, well, but so it's pretty go. awesome. So I, I spent, you know, it's been seven years since I started Deal Machine, six years. Um, I never took advantage of the freedom that I wanted and that we all talk about. Sometimes I was pretty vague with like, well, what do I want to do with my freedom? So um, I've actually relocated to Austin, Texas um, just 
because not not for any business reason but just because i wanted to exercise the ability i had to go pick up and move and it's like how many people actually get to do that with no strings attached and um so it, i've been loving it and exploring that side of, of business and uh yeah i've been down here for three months and really like it nice isn't it awesome what like uh, being an entrepreneur owning your own business um I love the I love the real estate side of things. It gives me a lot of um, a lot of a lot of options, especially now high inflation environment. All these things that are happening right now. But I mean, it's it's really amazing, and I think that's what a lot of people are looking for. They're looking for options. They're just looking for a little bit of freedom, options. I remember for me, I just didn't want somebody to tell me when I could go on vacation. And the military, I had to put in this leave chip. That was the thing. Like that's the thing that drove me crazy. Is like I have to ask permission for time off, and somebody could say no. And mm -hmm. so um, I, I still remember that was like the pivot, that was the hinge pin, like the linchpin in all of it. And, um, and it's really amazing now. So um, all the hard work, the dedication, the time that you put in, all that stuff, like people don't see all the work that gets done in the dark, they just see you in the light. And then it's the judgment time. So I'd say for everybody out there, like if you're doing the hard work in the dark right now, like keep going, keep pushing. If you're not paying yourself right now, you're struggling, you're, you're, you're probably like six inches from gold. It's right there. Like you can see it and feel it. And I, I, I encourage you to envision it, like close your eyes and see it, like see what it looks like, see what it feels like. Um, imagine uh, what your bank account's going to look like. Imagine what your life's going to look like. Imagine all that thing, you know, two years from now, three years from now, and it'll allow you to keep taking the action, keep putting in the hard work in the dark to be able to be celebrated with you and others in the light. So, um, Man, I'm excited for you, uh, David, and the, the company. It's been really cool to talk to you today, and I know we're going to do some more stuff together. So uh, I know that we have a uh, webinar coming up that we're going to be doing together. We have a bunch of other kind of initiatives that we're planning together, and I really look forward to kind of working a little closer with you and the team uh, coming up and be able to help our people because, I mean, really, they just want, they want the tools, they want the techniques, they want the secrets, right? They want the good stuff. And uh, to meet you and other companies and be able to work with you guys closely uh, to be able to provide that for them is really amazing for me, just like we talked about with the testimonials like seeing their success is like it's better than my success like I'm sure you'll agree seeing your clients succeed at a higher level than you ever did like that's where I'm at right now some of my clients and and the people in our mastermind group are just like blowing my numbers and and my income out of the water and it just feels really good like I actually love that more than that more than making money now myself yeah absolutely that's amazing I, uh, I would look forward to uh, helping everybody out as well. And uh, I would love some more stories like Vaughn that we can share next time we talk. Yeah, for sure. David, thanks for being here. Everybody, uh, is, there, is there any other way that they can find out about you? Anything else that you guys have going on or is, uh, is dealmachine.com, right? Dealmachine.com the best place? Dealmachine.com is the best place. And then also uh, we're gonna put the link to that webinar in this episode that's coming up in July. Cool. Uh, yeah, I'm looking forward to that. And uh, for everybody that's listening uh, on that on that show on that webinar, we'll give you guys like a bunch of tactics, techniques, tips, things like that. Um, we'll be able to do a lot more, like show you guys some of the software and things like that. And we're working on it behind the scenes. And uh, I'm looking forward to it. So, uh, all right, everybody, we will see you on the next show. Thanks, David. See ya. Thanks, Bill. Bye. All right, what an awesome show. And I wanna jump on here real quick and give you a special invite for you guys. So we talked about it a little bit on the show, but we are gonna be doing a masterclass for you guys. So Seven Figure Flipping combined with Deal Machine and Kiavi, they used to be Lending Home. We are gonna to get together, the three of us, so three companies, myself, I'll be on there, and we are going to be talking about how to find and fund your first deal or your next deal. 
So how to here's the title, how to find and fund your first off-market deal or your next in this exclusive masterclass. So you'll learn how to uncover discounted off-market houses without wasting time or money or pushy marketing tactics that don't work anymore. Where to get instant funding to, funding to buy and renovate properties instead of using your own cash, even if you're new to real estate investing. And the secret to creating your own long-term deal flow system. So creating a system that can find houses while you're not working right? Get other people out there looking for houses. So we want to remove all the uncertainty and the fear behind using apps and systems like this. We're going to show you exactly how to set it up. I'm actually going to bring Von Bethel on the show, talk about his system, let him show you, and then jump into the actual details of it. And then also the uncertainty and the fear behind hard money lending. So I've got some shows coming up for you that are going to talk about that. Uh, hard money lending, um, how you can scale your business using that. But I'll tell you, the, the biggest thing is it took me so long to accept the fact that, um, that I should be doing that and not using my own money or other people's money, how I can grow and scale by uh, using hard money. And Kiavi's amazing. They've worked with us for a long time. They give us 100% financing for our members, and they're going to show you exactly how you can apply, what to do, exactly what that might look like, and answer all of the questions there. So this is the ultimate masterclass. You guys have to attend this. It's on July 13th at 1 p.m., and it's 100% free. So 1 p.m. Central on July 13th, 100% free. You can just go to sevenfigureflipping.com slash ultimate, sevenfigureflipping.com slash ultimate. The link will be in the show notes. The link will be in the email and everything that we send out will be promoting it over the coming weeks. But I want to be the first one to invite you to it. So you can go to sevenfigureflipping.com slash ultimate and grab your spot. We only have a thousand spots for the webinar. So make sure that you grab a spot and uh, join us on this amazing masterclass that we're going to put on. So sevenfigureflipping.com slash ultimate. I will see you guys on the next show and at the masterclass.